What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports, and we're back again for another week with my boy, Nate. Your boys are back at it again. And you know, Cody, you're probably a little happy. The Heat found a way not to fuck Let's it up. Let's go. 151 and 0. I could not. 151 and 0. 1 and 0. Yeah. I could not have mentally handled being the only team. The f- it would have been the only team. Just the first team. To have ever given ever. up a 3-0 start. I could not have handled it. I also could not have handled it to a Boston team. Uh, there was too much on the line for me in that point. I mean, in, in kind of a, a way, Boston is the Heat's kryptonite in all forms. Like, back in the day when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen huh, were against the Heat. Rough. Ray Allen eventually joined the right team, but, you know, it was rough. Now, Jason Tatum kick, and Jalen Brown and and uh, all these guys, man, they're just, Hal Horford kicked us out last year. But we beat him this year. I was happy. What a guy. I was real happy. I, I felt like finally we did it. And then comes Thursday. Hey, you know, it's not a finals if you just go in and go 3-0. Let me bring this up right before I start making points about stats and all this stuff. And it's, this isn't an excuse. And I've already said that on Twitter. This is not an excuse. How much do you think altitude played into this game? Because I, I didn't even think about it until like the announcers brought it up during the game. Is that they literally went from Boston on Tuesday, or on on Monday, to Denver, mile high, in two days. Yeah, I mean, I think when you think about any team in Denver, whether it's the Denver Nuggets, the Denver Broncos, that altitude is true home field advantage. It really is. So well, I, I do think that even though they are top-tier athletes, you you just don't wake up one day and all of a sudden you play at the same level yeah. as you would at sea level at elevation. It, with, it just uh, doesn't happen. With most contests besides NBA and baseball, for that matter, you get a week to prepare. You get like five, six days to prepare before you play the game. Obviously, in baseball and basketball, you're playing multiple games a week. Right. Which – I will, I, I will have to see how game two goes. That's a couple more days. They've played a full game in this. They're kind of used to it. I, like I said, though, not an excuse whatsoever. Obviously, you play to win the game. And I think, other than the elevation, you think they went seven games while the Nuggets went four and out. I, I so, thought so, about that. So but they still got to rest. Wouldn't you rather? I get that. But wouldn't you rather go right? into playing right after you got done. Your, not, your body's warmed not up. Not when you had to play seven games. Now, if you, had, if you got out of there at five games and it was a quick turnaround, that's different. But when you had to play seven games and you let three games go in a row, that kind of that added pressure on you, plus having to play, then having to roll into a finals on the road in Denver, it's just it's a giant snowball effect. So you can say it's making excuses or not. The fact that they only lost by 11 is astonishing. Especially after that, I mean the the fourth quarter push. I mean there was no give up. I'll get I'll give them that a hundred percent. I mean Denver Denver played amazing. I, I think fantastic. Looked like they had had rest, hundred percent all out. They gave it everything. Most hey, you know who I was most impressed with, and I know you probably don't know this name or anything nope, like that. Sure don't. But Aaron Gordon what played amazing during this game, and he's more of a fourth man on the rotation type guy. 
Who's he uh, play for? The Denver Nuggets. Okay. Played amazing. Defense all over the place. Maybe not so much scoring, but the, the dude looked like he was everywhere. So I'm going to give him a shout out. Uh, before we get into the stats points and my big point, again, I'm going to ask you something. Why is the NBA so goddamn soft? You don't want the answer to that. <laughs> I do. I do. You know why? Because you wouldn't believe how many times I saw this big boy. And I, I don't I mean I've watched some Nuggets games this year and I understand. I I can't believe how many times a big boy like that is going down to the hoop and whistles are instantly blown. See, and I think in the NBA in the NBA it's worse. We saw it a lot during March Madness where especially when they're going to the hoop, the refs are already blowing the whistle because they already think a foul's going to happen. I, I think in the NBA, I it's even so. worse. Like, they, they just know, okay, I, there's, there has to be contact coming, so they just blow the whistle. That's what I'm saying. I, th- I'm I 100% agree with that. That being said, why is it not both ways? And I'm not making I'm – I'm a very jaded – not j- is jaded the word? I'm a very, you know – What's the word here? I have no For being idea. like the fanboy. Uh, I have no biased. idea. I'm super oh, biased on this. Of course. Yeah, if you're a Denver fan, you're going to like, oh, no, no. But there was a whistle every single time Denver went into the post. Every single time. You know, this, you sound like a broken record because you said this exactly during the last. They don't want us the last there. Series. I'm telling you, they don't want us there. <laughs> this is a fucking thing. They put the rest against us. You, We have to. I'm. I, 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 this is going to sound like conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, Cody, but they didn't want us here, but we played so well against the Celtics that you can only call so many fouls and try to get a team back in. If a team's playing bad, so you can only same with the Lakers. I think they wanted Lakers Celtics. Why wouldn't they want Lakers Celtics? Ew. They're the most historic teams in the NBA. No one likes it. I mean, other than Celtics fans, no one likes L.A. L.A. fans are bull crap. No one likes it. But that's what they made once because it sells the most amount of takes. L.A. played so bad versus Denver, and they tried so hard to get them back into games. There's no way that they could do it. That's what I think they want to do with Miami. They're like, Nuggets are the new big thing. We got to get the Nuggets a championship. We don't like Jimmy Buckets. We don't like Eric Spolster. We don't like Pat Riley. But you don't think that the NBA could sell the story that an eight seed, the first eight seed in the finals, no one, could take it down? No one really likes the Cinderella story. Everybody when, likes the Cinderella story. Everyone likes the Cinderella story, but no one likes the Cinderella to win. No one. That makes no it fucking does. sense. Name the last time a Cinderella story team actually won. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch the Never. NBA. Never, because everyone likes the story, but no one likes the ending. That's exactly how it is. That's exactly how yeah. it is. So what now, after I, I went and BSed all that, I went and I said all that. Moving on. Let me throw some stats at you real quick. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What would you think if I said a field goal percentage of, uh, let's say, 39 and 96? 39 and 96. Which comes out to 40.6%. Pretty fucking terrible, right? Yeah, that's not very good. Pretty terrible. That was the Heat's field goal percentage during that game. They couldn't 
hit air. I don't. I don't even know what the league average is, so I couldn't. It's tell you. a. It's a better than that. Was around like sixty-five. Let's just say during the season, the field goal or during this playoffs so far, their field goal percentage has been around uh, forty-six to forty-seven percent. So they shot the exact same. No, you just, you just, I said forty percent. Oh, 40. Yeah, so we're talking, yeah, we're, six, we're taking six, off, we're taking about six to seven points. Here we go. Now you're putting okay. it together in your head, right? On the other hand, the Nuggets shot 50% from the field. So that's not very good either. That's pretty fucking good. That's I, pretty good. I, I would assume that these guys should be shooting more like 60% from the field. No, no, no. 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 I don't think any team ever can do that. I mean, that'd be the most fantastic game of all time. I thought 60% sounded really good for it. Now let me throw you another stat. 13 for 39. Now, what do you think that stat is? I swear to God, if it's free throws, they all should fucking lose their job. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) That is 33.3% from three-point range. That's average. Not for the Heat in the playoffs. I would say thirty-three percent from three is the Heat about in the playoffs. Average. The Heat in the playoffs have been averaging thirty-eight point seven percent. You're saying to yourself that's minimal numbers. No, that's two to three more three pointers. Yeah, it's six points. And Give- so what you're saying is, Nate, is that if our field goal. It's just average for what we usually get. And our three points is just average for what we usually get. We make get. up the 11 points. We make up the 11 points. We win the game. That's what. That's one thing. This is, my, this is me being optimistic here. This is me being optimistic, right? Okay. okay. Now let okay. me throw this out for you. Caleb Martin, right? The, the guy for us. All playoffs. What do you think he shot from threes? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say... He's your three-point shooter? Oh, he's one of them. He shot two for eight. He he shot one for seven. Damn, I was fucking close. Yes, you were. <laughs> that was close. That was very close. Another guy that's been huge for us in this playoff run, Max Struss. Guess what he went? From three? From the field and from three. I can't do both. Let's let's just say that uh, the number at the beginning is zero. Oh. So he 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 was 0 for five from three. No, no, he was 0 for ten. Oh, from three. Like, dude, shooters got to shoot, I guess. <laughs> so now, now that you heard that, Caleb Martin throughout the playoffs is a 44 percent three point shooter. That's pretty good. Yeah, and he made one for seven. That's what happens when you go to altitude. Max Struss, 33 percent three point shooter. Average. Shot 0% from the entire field. What was that, like 0 for 11? I didn't, I didn't actually look at that stat. Oh, okay. What a guy. But he scored zero points. So so what I'm saying is, is two of our best shooters on the team. Were ice cold in Denver. Ice cold in Denver. They were as cold as the Rocky Mountains. They were blue. That's how cold they were. Mm. I, I can go for some Do you see what I'm saying? You, you see the story I, I, I'm trying I see, to tell you. I see the optimism you coming You see the coming story I'm trying to tell you. Which okay. is really weird for you because you're a very pessimistic fellow. Now let me throw this stat out: the Miami Heat. And this is not. This is a for real stat from the free throw free throw line. See, this is the number that I fucking like. Went two for two, a hundred percent. So they only shot two free throws. Me, did they only shoot two free throws? 
They absolutely did. Okay. How many free throws did the Nuggets shoot? The Nuggets went 16 for 20. Okay. That Can is I fuck- get an in yeah. here? That is fucking shady. I don't care what... I don't understand how a team can only shoot two free throws for an entire game Thank in you. the NBA in college. That is fucking insane. Thank you. That I didn't watch the game. So, but that gave me the the whole visualization of just now. Do like you think I'm crazy for what I said earlier? No, not at all. Thank you. Not now, now the optimism comes. If we shoot that three percent to four percent better in the both fields I talked about, my boys. Max Struss and Caleb Martin show up in the second game and hit two more three-pointers. We fucking win this game. We get a couple more foul free throws. We win this fucking game. This gave me hope. If anything, this game showed me we can beat them motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Numbers don't lie. We can beat them motherfuckers. Just the people that make them. Dude, that is freaking bo- If I was Spolstra, I'd be ripping somebody's ass 24 fucking 7 up until the next game on why the fuck we only got one shot at the free throw line. I thought we had like very minimum free throws because, and obviously I was right, but I did not realize we only shot one One free throw one time. Yeah. It was as I didn't even believe it when I saw it just now when I looked it up earlier today. I didn't believe what I saw. Because they they do team fouls by quarters now to get into one-on-one, yes. right? But what is it, like four fouls? Yeah, it, no, it's, a, it's it a six. It's still six. Oh, it's, it's six, six fouls no, in a quarter? it's six per half. It's 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 half-based. Oh, I thought they did it by quarter. No, it's half-based. Oh, okay. So we didn't shoot free throws in the first. We only shot free throws in the second. I can imagine, like, that – and, and, and you know, I hope you were yelling at the TV because I would have lost my fucking mind. I I literally yelled at the TV. First time I yelled at the TV, and this is going to sound funny to you. Duncan Robinson. I don't know if you've ever seen him before. I'm going I'm to give you – he's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, shooting guard. Basically a shooting guard, right? You know, right. maybe 160, 150, soaking wet, skinny dude, little dude. Ran over. Joker, joking Noah, not not joking yeah, Noah. Nicholas Javak, Nicholas Jock Jock. I can't fucking pronounce yeah, Russian names, but he ran over him, and they called the foul on Duncan Robinson. Well, I mean, yeah. No, no, it, you'd had to see it. You had to have been yeah. there. Uh, but, obviously, I didn't see it. But if I, yeah, that's kind of weird. But I'm telling you, man. Which, uh, l- listen to me. Listen, you Linda, letting someone listen. run you over? You, you, no. you know you're waiting body high. I'm not gonna throw you out there like that. You letting someone run you over? I'm not gonna. In basketball, I take a hit, get a charge. I drew a lot of them bitches when I played. It's Nicole Jokic. Yeah, who cares? Gosh, I. Anyway, he is seven three. He's a big cat. I know. Oh, that. that's his wingspan. Six eleven, and. It doesn't say his weight, but I'm gonna say the motherfucker weighs like 300 pounds. He ain't 300. I don't know. He's like two. He's like I, 270. I probably, I, I put him at 260 ish. Yeah, 270. He's basically young Shaq. I'm gonna give him that. I'll give him that note. He's a young Shaq. He's a big motherfucker. Wow. And you're letting you Duncan Robinson six three. Scrawny. You know shit. what Shaquille O'Neal would have done if a shooting guard tried to run him over? The shooting guard would have turned to dust. The shooting guard would have Thanos snapped away into the oblivion. <laughs> This dude falls over flat like a 
like the European soccer plan bitch he is. Wow. Got his ass. Yeah. And he got he got fouled. I'm putting quotation marks on this. Air quotes. So many times during the game. And I put on I tweeted this. Shaquille O'Neal used to get fouled 30, 40, 50 times a game, and they only called like 20. That's back this then. Guy, back then they weren't suffering with This bread. guy is barely getting touched. The air between them is causing fouls. And he's getting a whistle every time. <laughs> every fucking time, I guess. And so you can take all this with a grain of salt. I gave you the numbers. I'm calling people out. I got Miami game too. So obviously you're a firm believer now that the Heat, if they play their average ball game, they can contend with a very good Nuggets team. That being said, they're down 0-1. Yes. What do you think this series goes? I'm gonna uh, first. First things first. I'm gonna say the same thing. The Celtics said to us, "Don't let us get one. Do not let us get one. Because once we get one, we're gonna fucking roll it." So I'm gonna say right now, I got Miami in seven. You got Miami in seven. Yeah this this goes to full this goes to so full boat. You're saying that they. Somehow squeak game two. I think they win game two. I think that this proved to those guys, even like I bet you Jimmy Jimmy's in there. All them guys are in there going, listen, you had one bad game. You're tired. You had to freaking shoot your butts off every single game versus the Celtics. You're tired. You just got back up to this altitude. It's all different. The ball's spinning the wrong way. Everything like this. <laughs> Make it up in game two. I bet these guys come out hot. When's game two? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. So that's that much more time. Yeah. To get acclimated. They will be in Denver at that point for um six days. Yeah. You really only need like real athletes, true athletes, especially at their level. Only two or 40, three. Forty eight yeah. hours, yeah. Yeah. Normally. And they were only there for forty eight hours. Yeah. Right when they get yeah. So so I got I, I think it's gonna be a full boat. This is how I foresee full it. Full boat. This is how I foresee it. I think we win game two. Is it two three two or two two one one one? It's it's two two one one one. So this is how I foresee it. I think they win this game because of I think because of the climate, in my opinion. I think we win the next game because we're acclimated and we get our scores back in order. Then you have to go two one and or yeah you gotta go two one either way. I think we beat them both times in Miami. I think the Miami Heat fans. Are gonna be rocking and rolling. It's gonna be three one leaving Miami, but then, damn. But then, we have to go back to Denver. What does that do to you? The weather, the climate, everything's crazy again. You're all discombobulated. You're losing that game probably just because everything's all discombobulated. We're three two. You go back to Miami. Go back to Miami. We're shell shocked a little bit. You know every everything. Everything you know doesn't go our way in this game, even though we're in Miami. It happened. It happened in Game Six versus the Celtics. It just didn't go our way. But in Game Seven, when everything gets discombobulated again in Colorado, Hemi buckets goes. It ain't over until I win, and drops another fifty-six point dime bag and wins this for the Miami Heat. Lock it in the DraftKings right now. Lock it. Lock it up. Lock it. Lock up. it up. 
Is that your final word on the NBA? I'm calling it Miami and seven. Miami and seven. You heard it here a first. Full boat. Full fucking boat. Get on your DraftKings. Not a sponsorship, but it'd be cool. Go ahead, get in there, get your odds in, get your money. Let's get on the NFL. Not a whole lot of news coming out this week. OTAs going on. I don't follow OTAs. I really don't give two flying shits about fucking OTAs. But obviously there's the story of Jimmy G. He's still not really fully recovered from his foot injury from last year. And surprise, surprise. The great the great thing about this for the Raiders is is if he can't play, there is a stipulation in his contract. He don't get paid shit. He gets paid zero fucking dollars if he don't play. He don't care. Jimmy don't care. Jimmy don't care. Jimmy don't care. Jimmy could leave football right now and be a male model. He doesn't give a shit. He's already fucking born stars. It's ridiculous. What? He's got Noli fans? No, you didn't remember that back in a year or two ago? Jimmy G got spotted on like the streets with a porn star. Must be fucking nice. Hey, Jimmy G's a Jimmy G's the. I'm a man. I'm a straight man. Jimmy G's the most attractive quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> I'm a straight man saying that. I'm not giving the guy props. I don't give a fuck. So yeah, all these bitches out here want some of Jimmy G. Hey, he makes hey, good he, money. He's a handsome man. I guess he ain't gonna be hurting for money. That's nah. not the storyline here. That's not the storyline here. But there was the whole Tom Brady is a minority owner of. The Raiders. And here we go, He has a place in Las Vegas, allegedly. I cannot confirm nor deny that. go. Tom Brady has come out and said, and put this to rest, he is not coming back. Yeah, yeah. We talked off mic, and you're saying Uh you're not buying that. Hey, man, Brett Favre said he wasn't coming back. Then he went to the Jets. Brett Favre said he wasn't coming back. Then he went to Minnesota. Tom Brady said he wasn't coming back. Then when played for Tampa Bay, I, f- I I think if Jimmy G can't play, the part owner, the new team in Vegas, the new gambling laws all over the state, you're telling me that the NFL doesn't love this? The thing with Tom Brady and being a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders is that since he's a minority owner. There has to be a vote to allow him to play for that team. He would amongst the owners. He would literally take zero dollars. It does he it owns part of the team. It doesn't matter. They would vote him in. What are you talking about? Of course the board would vote him in. I don't what think- other person out there? What who can they trade for? Who 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 can they get out there at all? I'm glad you asked. Oh be- my fucking god. Here we I'm go. glad you asked. So if if Jimmy G can't go. Period. He's done. They don't. They don't even want to fuck. I am already considering Jimmy G not playing this year. So if he's not playing this year, I think the foot thing is a much, much bigger problem than what people think. They have. Don't laugh. They have Brian Hoyer, a veteran, as their technically he's their number two right now on the depth chart. Are you fucking kidding now, me? Granted, Hoyer would be a place holder for a place whore. Yeah, whore. he would be a place fucking whore. <laughs> a placeholder. For the quarterback they just drafted this year in Aiden O'Connell out of Purdue, who you and I both agree has talent. He needs time he to has progress. Talent in two to three years. Yeah, I agree. And I Under think Jimmy G. Tom Brady. 
Tom, if Tom Brady comes back, he ain't playing for two years. <laughs> now he's. I bet you he's already getting ready. I bet no. he's prepped up, dude. He's, he's come out he's, several he's times. He released brain. a tweet. He's he made alpha a video. Brain. He's no. taking alpha brain. He's already <laughs> prepped up. No one's really paying attention to him. Now here's the thing. I don't think Tom Brady comes back. I don't think if Jimmy G can't go. Brian Hoyer becomes a starter. I'm surprised I haven't seen Tom Brady with a hat on that says "Make the Raiders good, great again." Great. Oh, my <laughs> but there is still three available for quarterbacks in free agency. One is definitely a no go because he's pretty much in the same boat as Tom Brady. And that's Matt Ryan. Yeah, he ain't fucking playing for the Raiders. Teddy Two Gloves is an open free agent. I could very well see him. That's not going to win you a Super Bowl. This team is not set up to win a Super Bowl. They play in a very competitive division. They'll be lucky to even potentially have a sniffing spot at a wild card. They're not worried about winning a Super Bowl right now. They got years until they're ready to win a Super Bowl. The third quarterback I know. I don't know. in free agency is also a laughing stock, and that's Carson Wentz. There's no one. <laughs> if, you, if you pick up Carson Wentz, you are selling this season. You're basically, you would well, be better off. Listen, you would be better off. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. Playing Brian Hoyer. Literally, out of all those people you just said to me, Brian Hoyer is the best option besides Tom Brady. Dude, you were a Teddy Two Glove fucking lover, dude. You freaking love yeah, Teddy I love Teddy Two Glove. I think he was great. There you go using that word again. He is done. He's been done. Ever since that But pun- you're, you're going to tell ever me Ever since that, that uh, puncture lung happened. You're going to tell me that done. Teddy wouldn't give you better chances at winning more games than Brian Hoyer? No. No, because what they can do with Brian Hoyer what, ain't fucking started no, a season no, in no. years. No, Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer is literally you're gonna get you're gonna get Cooper Rush. Brian Hoyer is your Cooper but Rush. Cooper Rush is way better than Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I just said that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get your game scripts like that. You're gonna get your run. A lot of Josh Jacobs. A lot of uh, checkdowns to tight ends. You're gonna be relying on defenses. You're gonna need um, about. You're going to have to keep teams like below 20. That's what you're going to get with Brian Hoyer. Teddy Two Gloves, I feel like, gives up the ball too much, even though his upside is high, his 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 floor is low, whereas I think his interception rate would be more like around the uh, – not as bad, but the Jimmy uh, – Jameis Winston type thing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yikes. Yeah, he can throw 30 touchdowns, but he could also throw 30 interceptions. That's kind of what I'm putting down. So – before we move on from this, you say Tom Brady's coming back. A hundred. If, Jimmy G, if can't go. Jimmy G can't go, Tom Brady is signing with the Raiders. I don't know what the Raiders are going to do. I don't think Jimmy G is going to play. If the this NFL wants this, the NFL, the NFL loves does not this. want this. The NFL does the not. The script want this. has come out, and the NFL loves this. The NFL does not love Roger this. Goodell is licking his lips right now, making deals with. Uh, head people in, at tables around Vegas. This is for real. If if Jimmy G cannot play, bet Raiders Super Bowl win. Oh, absolutely fucking not. No. <laughs> Conspiracy no. theory by Cody. If it happens, I called it first. I was Dude, the if, first man to call it. If Tom Brady comes back and plays for the Raiders this year, I'll buy you a steak dinner. Let's go. Lock it in. I, I don't think it's going to happen. So, other than that, we have the. Can D- we get wings instead? Yeah, we can, yeah, we can do wings. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everybody is still waiting on the D Hop news. Wings and beer. Oh, dude. Oh, where's where's your fucking Gibbon Yacht, dude? Oh, we're getting into that part, right? Yeah, All right. that's where I'm at. Nate, pull the lever. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some very sad, not so fun news for me as a Dallas Cowboys fan. But I've come to tell you. The chase for DeAndre Hopkins is over. Dallas just won't get him. It's our destiny. Jalen Ramsey, uh, JJ Watt, all these people, Stefan Diggs, they're all they're all told that they're gonna go to Dallas. We're gonna be this team, this super team, this great team. But it never pans out. We may be worth $6 billion and we may have great owners and great players, but nobody really wants to play with us. And that's just the bad hand that we've been dealt. And it's sad. And I'm sad. Because I really want D-Hop. And I really want that super team. But it just won't happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm throwing in the white flag. And I'm giving up. See you later, D-Hop. See you on the next ride. Wow, that was very touching. That was <laughs> extremely touching. Did you like it? I did. Were you expecting that? Well, I, said, said, I did not tell. I did not tell co-host Nate about my... I, I told him to get a sad song ready. And that's all I told him. But as you went through this, I did... That did bring up an article that I had read about McCarthy being asked about D-Hop. And he said, I, I like our group of wide receivers that we have. And he didn't really address chasing D-Hop. He just kind of ignored the whole question. So I think, yeah, you're right. He's my, my hype The Cowboys was, are off the, on D-Hop. The, the idea of D-Hop getting released last week, it literally happened right before the show. My brain was spinning. Um, everything was buzzing. You know, I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I could, we could get D-Hop, blah, 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 blah. And I was, I was everywhere. I was everywhere. I was, I was rambunctious. I was, every, I was all over the place. And then slowly throughout the week, I'm listening to stuff and I'm reading. And, I'm, and I just came to the realization that uh, I'm never... I'm never gonna get these guys. It's just, it's not in the cards for the Cowboys, and no one. Wants I just have to that. live with that. I just have to live with that. No one wants to see a super team in Dallas. No, no, not again. No, nope. it's not on the script. It just won't happen. Before moving on to our division of the week, kind of alluding to our division is that: Have you seen the TikTok going around of the OTA and the quarterback competition between? Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. No, they were doing oh, simple did. dunk passes, I and did. they were overthrowing with no pressure, nobody in their fucking face, overthrowing these easy, simple passes. I did, but hey, come on, <laughs> this is stupid. You could take clips away from every OTA, and you could play it the way Dude, you want to. I'm sorry if you're a fucking NFL quarterback, even in OTAs, the ball you don't slipped. The ball could have slipped that it's many not- times in a row. And to miss that fucking bad? You never know, man. Stuff happens. You know, they can be rusty. It just, it's, it's, not, it's not really as bad as what they want to portray it. I personally... It, it looked fucking awful. I personally feel like Baker Mayfield will be the starter week one in Tampa Bay. 
I, he, I do. I do think that's what's going to happen. Is yet. the most proven, obviously, because Trask hasn't is, played. Hasn't played. Hasn't started. But Baker's not bad. I've been saying. I know. I know. He's an OU guy. I should not like him. I don't really like him to be honest. I don't like him as a guy. But as a player, he wasn't the problem in Cleveland. He came in and played halfway decent with LA last year on a, on a crap team. He is not the problem at all. Carolina was a trash fire last year. He's not the problem. He's been the most proven. He will get the starting position. Now, whether he keeps it, that's up to him. That's all I can say about that. Trask is hungry. Um, before we move on, though, I had one more bit of news that I wanted to bring up. Oh, Dave. And this is this you probably haven't even heard about unless you saw some notifications today. Did you see that Russell Wilson was prepared, preparing to go to Philly because the Seattle Seahawks and the Philadelphia Eagles last year had a full contract trade written up, ready to go, and Russell Wilson, with his no trade clause, said, I will not play in Philly. I'm not getting traded there. And that's why he ended up going to Denver. Do you realize how, how much different the season could have been if Russell Wilson went to Philly instead of Denver? Yeah, the Eagles would have sucked. Yes! Yes! That's what I'm saying. We could have been Dallas could have been a number one seed. We might have been going to the Super Bowl. And it's all because Russell I hate Russell Wilson now. <laughs> he could have gave me a Super Bowl. Now it's his where, fault. Where his, did you see this article? I've been I've been seeing it all over place. I, I haven't seen uh, it. It's been it, it's been on ESPN all day. I have I have Mel Kuyper, okay, freaking so Don be... Don Clemmy uh, or whatever his name is. It, it's been an ESPN analyst stuff. I've, I've so got like three or four notifications. It's got to be relatively, you know, decent and live. No, no, it's, it's a reliable it, post. I'm, it, I'm 100%. I, it, it, <sighs> I'm 100% sure that this is a true statement. I would have believed the Bears before the Eagles and the trade like that. Like they had a full trade written up, ready to go, and he said, absolutely no. fucking not. I think he feels fucking stupid. Why? Why? I mean, He's still doing Jay, doo-doo. Jalen Hurts just took that team to the Super Bowl. You're going to, I mean, obviously between you and me, we think Jalen Hurts currently is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Way better. But Even not you, th- you think Russell Wilson's sitting here like, oh, Jalen Hurts is better than me? No. Russell no. Wilson's sitting in his fucking condo in Denver like, I mean, everything could have been different. Oh, yeah. Denver, I think Denver was something bad with that head coach, but Denver could have got something better. I think Denver's just grasping at whatever they can get right now. I think that coach was trash. That that too. Um, Before we move on again, I actually forgot about this. Uh, Did you hear about the news? And I think this is hilarious. That Shannon Sharp got bought out from his whole contract. By Skip Bayless and ESPN, or was it ESPN? ESPN Fox. or Fox? Fox. That's it. Fox. Fox. Uh, so that he he's no he's not gonna no longer be on the show anymore. Yeah. With Skip Bayless. Yeah. No, no, I find that hilarious. First of that. all, first of all, I don't like Shannon Sharp. 
F Shannon Sharp. He's a Cowboys hater and a douche canoe. Hey, I like Shannon Sharp more than I like Stephen A. Stephen no, A. No, is I mean, a no, but dog. we're talking about Skip. Oh, I it's hate Skip and Shannon. Yeah, but it was before Skip and Shannon, it was Skip and Stephen you're A. You're asking me, would I rather have Skip or Steph? Or not, would you, you're, Shannon you're asking Sharp or Shannon, Steph. Shannon or, or Shannon or Steph? Yeah. I don't want either of them, but I'll, I'll take Shannon Sharp because at least he played. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I don't like Shannon Sharp. Both of them, both of them douche canoes are Cowboys haters. It's easy to hate on the Cowboys when Skip Bayless is over here just tugging at the nuts of fucktar Jerry Jones and all the Cowboys this that. I mean, he makes it real easy to do. I will, it. I will, I will say this, Cody. If if there's one guy, one other Cowboys fan that just grinds my gears the wrong fucking way, it's fucking Skip Bayless. I want to punch that fucking idiot in the face I, every time I hear him I'm talk about the Cowboys. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying Skip isn't a little eccentric about the Cowboys, but he. He's not that bad. He's he's terrible. I would rather listen to Skip than a lot of other analysts. Honestly, Skip has no business being a football analyst. Stephen A. Smith has no business being a football analyst. Shannon Sharp knows what the fuck he's talking about. Now, yeah. he gets a little butthurt, I think. He's a big b- <laughs> And that, he, that's where all this kind this of stuff. You know what pissed me off about Shannon Sharp last year? He kept saying, my Eagles. Hey, do you know what team he played for? He played for the Broncos. He played for the Broncos. That's right. So how can he say my Eagles? Hey, all I, I don't know. He, he might be know, a Philly fan. He is, he, is he originally from Philly? He didn't want to say my Denver Broncos because his team fucking sucked. Did he grow up in Philly? He might have grew up I a Philly fan. No, where he grew up. Did, did Skip Bass ever play for the Cowboys? Yeah, I never fuck. played for the Cowboys. I'm still, I'm still gonna go for the Cowboys. Yeah, but. I mean, you say my Cowboys. We don't know. I Shannon actually don't Sh- say my Cowboys. I have never once said my Cowboys. Now, I have said my we. Team. I have said we are going to the playoffs, which isn't necessarily <laughs> true because I'm not going to the playoffs. But I've never said my Cowboys. It does sound kind of gay when you say It does. Like that. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Everyone that. I've I, I, I all those fans, right? Like, yes. They're. They're. The team we root for. The fanhood. We, as a team and a fanhood, are going to places. We're winning these games. We can sell that. But as fans, we have to realize we aren't doing nothing but cheering. That is it. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's we, damn it. (laughs) And I'm a Colts fan. We win and we lose. I have to have this. I have to have this stance. It's because if I don't have this stance... Everybody's going to be like, you're just a typical Cowboys fan. Why? Because you're not riding with Skip Bayless? No, because I am not going to. I'm not one of those people that every year sits there and goes, we're going to the Super Bowl. I've, I've said it so many times, ironically, because it's it's the known thing for Cowboys fans. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's our year. Our year. I've ne- I've never said that. I've You're never so said that. I've, I've never got, said I've that. I've got so many people that can just attest I've never that, said it's our year. that statement from you is wrong. I've said it ironically. I've said it in a joking matter, but I've never actually said it's our year in a serious way. Bull fucking shit. Never. I, 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 I can tell you that I've never said that. 
Skip though, he wholeheartedly is, believes is every that fucking Cowboys time. fan. The, yeah. the, but he, I, I full heartedly believe that they do that on purpose. Like, yes, he's a Cowboys fan. Yes, he's probably a huge freaking dick rider of Jerry and all them boys. But on TV, he plays it up on purpose. Um, oh, I'm so, so convinced of that because it has to be that way, right? I don't think so. I think he's just that fucking moron. No, that it can't. No one can actually be that way. If if there's a fan, you a have fan to be that can. It's an the analyst can't. An analyst cannot be that way. If you are, if you are a a. Hey, uh, what's the what? What do they call those fans that just watch like uh, fair weather fans? Fair weather fan or like a uh, a common ban, fan ban, bandwagon? Not fan. a bandwagon fan. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, you're sure. you're throwing out some good ones, but it's not what I'm looking for. It's just like a, like a common fan, someone that just turns on the TV doesn't really know who the players just, are, just watches the game. Yes, yes, doesn't know who the players are. Don't dive into the stats, everything. But as an analyst, you can't really be like that. You well, can't tell that to fucking skip. Cause skips that. And I think he, I think he hams it up. No, I think they want that. I feel like even I, I don't feel like Shannon Sharp actually hates the Cowboys that much. I feel like they tell him, "Hey, we need you to hate the Cowboys." Hey, Stephanie, we need you to hate the Cowboys. I need, I need you to hate the Cowboys so much that you get into a verbal argument That's on what I'm air saying. and then want to leave your fucking job. Yeah, now they both start did. To see how- they both did. They both did. No. Stephen A and Shannon. Who are they gonna get to replace him? That's the question. Gonna... I'm start I'm starting to think it's a problem with Skip. That or Skip's I'm... Skip's the one that gets the views. I'm telling you right now, if you go look at Skip Bayless's Twitter and Skip Bayless's all social media, he's the person that people want to watch. And the reason why is because he's a Dallas Cowboys fan, first of all. And he hates LeBron. <laughs> that see, that's something that him and I can yeah. <sighs> Uh, can we just get off this? I can't. I just can't with Skip. Before you go, God. <laughs> before you go, and you, can, I'm, I'm gonna open this up to everybody, everyone besides current players. Who would you love to be on the other side of the table versus Skip in a straight up argument? Oh, oh, oh! I like this right now. Yeah. Dude, I'd fucking take Tony Romo because I don't think he could. Uh, I don't think one because I think Tony Romo, although being a former obviously Cowboys quarterback, he's I don't think he would be super biased, and I think he would shove every fucking stat down Skip Bayless's fucking throat. Tony is very fucking smart. Now, as for general sports, obviously I don't think Tony Romo can keep up with that. But when it comes to just golf, football analytics, could. oh yeah, he commentates on golf. Damn good golfer. He doesn't commentate on it. He plays. What a guy. I, I try. <laughs> Who, okay. All around sports. So all around sports. Dude, there's only one guy that can keep up with him. And you're fucking looking at him. No, I would fuck fucking roast Skip Bayless 24-7. I don't know shit about basketball. You know who I, see? I would quickly learn just to fucking roast his shit. You know who shit. I want to see? I want to see Pat McAfee on the other side oh. of the table <laughs> versus Skip Bayless in an argument every fucking day. I would love that. That would be funny. Or hear me out, and I this doesn't make any sense because he doesn't know sports whatsoever besides ultimate ultimate fighting. But I'd love to see Joe Rogan on the side. Skip, skip, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> that would be funny. Because <laughs> Joe don't call Joe 
Don't put up with bullshit. <laughs> Joe would be fucking higher than a kite. Oh, fuck yeah. ESPN <laughs> couldn't hold him back. All right. Can we move on? I can't, I, I can't believe we gave Skip Bayless this fucking much time. Jesus H. Christ. Where do we want to start? I got I got Tampa Bay first in my notes. Where where do you where do you start? We can go to Tampa Bay first, or I would I would I would rather not though. We I, we want to start with best or worst. I just uh, the reason why I had Tampa Bay is because in my notes I went with the the circus thing on TikTok and then Tampa Bay. So you pick. I picked last week when I, we started. I, I would like to start with the Saints. You want? Oh, you want? Okay, <laughs> all right. So you want to start with? I thought I thought we kind of mutually decided that Saints were probably going to be the best team in this division. I, this year. I did, and then and you looked at the roster. Still, I looked at the roster. I looked at the the uh, the schedule, and I did not realize that they have kind of a rough schedule. They have, yeah. I mean, I still gave them the benefit of the doubt, and I, you I'll gave ha- you I'll have them I'll sounds have like points. sounds like you're saying you gave them. A better benefit than I did. Yeah. So they went seven to ten last year. Obviously acquired Derek Carr in free agency. They lost some key defenders, but they weren't their full time starters. They lost D line, David Onamata, Shy Tuttle, also another D line, Cade Nellis, linebacker, uh, Contavious Street, an edge rusher. But they signed Jamal Williams, very solid running back to back up uh, Alvin Kamara. Fantastic pickup. Uh, they got a safety in uh, Jonathan Abrams out think, from Seattle. I think with uh, sorry to interrupt, but I think you, they, that with that Jamal Williams pickup, you will no longer see uh, what's his name. I can't remember off the top of my head for some reason. The tight end being back there in the in the backfield anymore. You oh, will, you will uh, not see that. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. You will you will not see Taysom Hill running anymore. I still think I. I think you will from time to time. I don't. I don't know, man. That, that T- Jamal Mills Williams is still that. too good of an athlete not to have on the field. That, I, I, don't, I don't think yeah. he won't be on the field. I'm just saying I don't think you'll see him in the backfield running. Uh, you know, down because that's that's what they used him for. He's like six five, two twenty. Yeah, I mean they line him up quarterback, run quarterback power. Very rarely did he run out of the actual running back position. Yeah, he did a lot. Not a lot. He oh. ran more out of tight end and slot. He, he, Goal line. He ran in from the goal line so many oh, times. Yeah. Th- I think Jamal takes over. You all think Jamal runs. takes takes those short yardage? For guys? sure. The dude in Detroit last year broke their touchdown record. He broke Barry Sanders' touchdown record in Detroit mm. because of all the goal line touchdowns he had. Eh, not impressed, dude. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I, saying I think. He's I, uh, before we get back. into this. I was. I, I watched uh, some shit, uh, this, like articles and videos. Detroit didn't give him an offer to come back. Detroit said, "Yo, you just broke Barry Sanders, arguably the greatest running back of all times record. The greatest, arguably, the greatest. Period. And hey." You go out there, you find an offer, we'll mash it. That's what they said to him. And that, that was in a video. He said that in, a, in, a, in an interview. What the heck is Detroit doing? He just, he just, you just gave away your goal line back, your, your cow, your uh, cash cow. And you said, go out there, go find whatever you want to. And the Saints said, yo, we'll take you. Here's the thing. 
about having a goal line back. It's completely irrelevant in today's game because on the goal line, twenty. T- like, I think you had twenty touchdowns. Yeah, on the goal. That's that's fine, but the way the game is played today, that's completely unnecessary. Almost any back can get a yard. You can get two, if you can't get two yards as a running back in a goal line, you should not fucking be there, or your offensive line is fucking trash. Either one. Now, I'm not saying Jamal. I think Jamal Williams is a solid running back. Seventeen touchdowns. Sorry. I think he's a solid running back. But That's first him, in the league. But for him to, how many yards do he have? 1,066. So, pretty solid year. So, he basically was a top five running but back. But most of his touchdowns came with inside the goal line, or inside the red I zone. I would say that that, that is the true. The vast majority. I would say that is true. So, moving on from Jamal Williams. But he averaged 6.1 yards a carry. That's pretty good. That is. No, that's, that's, that's pretty good. really good. Yeah, that's pretty good. He also played in kind of a softer division against the run. Yeah, you can make that argument. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the Saints, not about Detroit, damn it. We'll get we to are them talking later. about the Saints. We're talking about Jamal Williams. No, we got we started talking about Jamal Williams playing with fucking Detroit. Jamal Williams will be a solid backup in Alvin Kamara, and I think you're right. I think you're going to see Jamal Williams a lot in the short yard situation. I think you're going to see him a lot in two backs and blocking for Derek Carr and being a check down. I like the Derek Carr signing 100%. I like it better than what they had last year, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. I think there's an upside for in the fantasy realm of everything. I think there's an upside now for all Saints wide receivers. An upside they did not have with Jameis or uh, Taysom Hill. The reason why I'm shaking my head at you. You should be. Is that this offensive line still gave up 38 sacks last year. That is true. And they did not very much to help that at all. I still think uh, under pressure, the guy you want in your system is Derek Carr and not Jameis Winston. I, I think, yeah. I mean, Jameis Winston is a little bit more mobile. Ever than since Jameis Winston got in the league, his his hands were still a little slippery from all them crab legs he stole. I, I don't get the reference. Well, okay. So, but where I think the Saints are going to win a lot of their ball games is on their defense. Their defense was sneaky good. I didn't even know they were this good. They were second against the pass overall. They were. You just talked about how they lost all them guys. Those guys I just named were pass rushers. They did get 48 sacks, but those guys I just named weren't full-time starters. They weren't Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan got the vast majority of those sacks. These guys were a lot of, you know, rotational guys, a lot of situational guys that, yeah, they got sacks, but they weren't the vast majority of that 48 sacks. The big thing about this defense is, even though their secondary didn't give up a lot of yards, they only got seven interceptions. And in this game, you have to create turnovers. I think if they create more turnovers, they get more than just seven wins from last year. Yeah, I feel like you're right. They get more wins than seven from last year. But to go on, you know, saying is that they didn't really help out their secondary too much. No. But I don't think they have to. I think some of the secondary is just going to naturally get better because they had a little bit younger guys. Now, building on everything you just said, I think you're right. I think they got better on offense. 
they stayed similar. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say they so much got better. I on offense. think they got better on offense. I mean, yes, they added Derek Carr. Great addition. Yep. Jamal Williams, great addition. Chris Olave will be there still. Michael Thomas will be healthy. Alvin Kamara will be there. But let's talk about their wide receiver. Out, outside of Michael Thomas, there's no depth at wide receiver. Derek Carr is well, going to have to make these guys better. And I don't know if Derek Carr is that good of a quarterback Derek to make Carr, these guys better. Derek Carr made that. Gosh, why do I don't ever remember his name? The the white slot receiver from the Raiders looked like a all-star. In every year he was there. I can't remember his name. Of course I can't. Welker? No, Welker played for a New England team. No, he played, he no, played for the Broncos. He too, still plays he? for the Raiders. I just can't remember oh. his name. Little White Slot. <laughs> <laughs> Little White. But, I mean, to, to go on, you know, they don't have a, a tight end threat. They really don't. They got Taysom Hill, man. Yeah, he's he's actually the third tight end yeah, on the depth chart. That shows you how good those other two <laughs> tight ends must be because Taysom Hill is a freaking athlete. But they do have a great one-two punch with Kamara and Williams. I'm not going to deny that. I think that you're still going to see a Kamara suspension coming in the next two to three months. For what? Uh, I been when he kicked that, that uh, when he kicked, it was last uh, last. What's that game called where all them guys come come around and play touch touch butt? Um, the All Star game, the uh, Pro oh, Bowl, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, uh, they go. Uh, yeah, uh, in Vegas for the first time ever, they have it in Vegas. Alvin Kamara went out, probably got a little little tipsy, doing some gambling, kick kick some girl in the butt. I don't know if you remember that. Nope, never heard of it. Well, uh, it happened, and they didn't they didn't punish him last year because of the legal things hadn't been. You know, going now they are. I still feel like a suspension is looming. I think Jamal Williams will be the workhorse for like the first four to six weeks, depending on how the suspension goes. I think it's going to happen. I was not aware of that at all, and that does not change my I, I, my I'm, prediction. At I'm all. pretty sure I brought it up when we talked fantasy, yeah, and you just forgot. I've had a couple drinks since then. Yeah, it's party card. Yeah, so that also plays into how the Saints could be during the season or nope. at the beginning. Doesn't change my. No. I mean, if just I, give I me what I you have. I don't have the the schedule in front of me, but was the front part of their schedule really tough or was it really soft? I don't remember. There was somebody in this division that started like zero and five in my kind of mind when I looked at their schedule. It was them then, yeah. So I have them going eleven and six total, <sighs> four and two. Jeez, four and two in the division. Now the only reason why I have them going four and two is because I think that they'll drop either both games to the Panthers, or they'll split with the Panthers and drop another game either to the Fal. It'll probably be the Falcons because I, I I don't have a lot of faith in Tampa Bay. I have them. I have them four and two too in the division. Uh huh. So I have them, in, in my notes, I have them splitting with the Panthers, and then I have them beating the Titans, the Packers, the Texans, the Bears, the Vikings, the Rams, the Colts. Okay. And, so, that, and that gets them to 11-6. and six. So all that. You said all that. I have them at 8-9. and nine. One game better than last year. I don't think they did enough to progress this team. I think they lose Sean Payton again. Obviously, last year they didn't have Sean Payton. They don't have him again this year. I don't. Obviously, 
I don't have faith in the head coach. I like the Derek Carr pickup. Like the Jamal Williams pickup. Defense is meh. I think they'll be beat a lot in shootouts. We'll just see where this reflects is from. I have them losing after I told you four and two to the division. I have them losing to New England. I have them losing to Jacksonville, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, the Giants, and the Rams. So we were different on the Bears and the Rams. Or no, the Bear because you have them losing to the Bears and you have them losing to the Rams. Yes. And I have them beating both those teams. Yeah, and that that's just a difference of opinion. Right. I feel like the Chicago Bears have gotten exponentially I, I, would, I wouldn't disagree. And I feel like I'm still going to sit home with my boy Stafford and and be on his side. The reason why I'm more optimistic on the Saints is that the fact that they went 7-10 and 10 last year with Jameis Winston in a completely diminished and skeleton offense because would, their defense played so solidly, and now they have a significantly better quarterback than Jameis. I would say, though, that Jameis sat a lot last year too. Taysom Hill was running the offense a lot. So they went seven and ten with Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill should have started the entire year. I, I wouldn't disagree. I, I would have loved to see Taysom. I would have ran all, all I would ran year. full West Coast wait, is West Coast or East Coast? What's the running quarterback? I mean You'd probably go more like a run and gun, not really so much a, a West Coast. I yeah, mean, you I could go West Coast because it's simple read system. One read, yeah, simple read system. Taysom Hill, simple read system, roll out, whatever. I would have done that with Taysom Hill all day long, and they didn't. They yeah, decided, hey, Jameis, take us to the promised land 30 for 30. <laughs> he is the definition of 30 for yeah. 30. So where, where do you want to go next? I have Carolina next. Okay, I, have, okay, I think we're going to go in the same order then. So Carolina, do you want to take the lead on this one? You want sure. Minnesota? Sure. I think Carolina uh seven and ten last year. Got a lot better than last year. They, I, significantly better, I would say. Even even though they, they, they got rid of CMC, they they got rid of uh Baker, well which, which wasn't panning out for them anyway. They got rid of a, a a defensive guy, I can't remember the name off of, but it was like they're literally their best defensive player. Uh During the, but during this offseason... Miles Hartsfield. Yes. Corner. During, during this offseason, though, they picked up the likes of Adam Thieland and what's the other wide receiver? DJ Chark. DJ Chark, which I love both those guys. Love them. Uh, they also still have the running back. Didn't bring it up. Cool. They still have this running back. Chuba uh, Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, but not Chuba Hubbard. They just they just signed Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, thank you. That's what I was saying. They signed him in free agency. And Miles Sanders is going to make this team better, uh, not because he's like CMC by any means, but because he played really well last year. Oh, he, yeah, for he, sure. He's yeah. a good player. These are great offensive moves for a team that really struggled offensively. And now for a team that has a brand new – First year quarterback, and I think all those guys that we just talked about: DJ Chart, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders. Those are guys that are year one QB friendly. Oh yeah, I would I would not disagree with that. I think you and I have touched on this several times. How we think Bryce Young is going to be a bust of an NFL quarterback. I don't like it, but I don't. Have think you seen the videos? I have Bryce Young behind the line. Evie little guy. He looks like a child, but. He could not have asked for a better place oh, to be not. in as a rookie quarterback. He, he got, he got the up. 
best end of the deal. CJ Stroud got fucked. Yeah, 100% true. 100% true. You, hey, Bryce Young, you didn't want to be with the Texans. Oh, no, no, no. I still think Bryce Young as a quarterback is a bust as an NFL, but he's in a, he's in a very solid spot to succeed. These guys are going to make Bryce Young better. Bryce Young is not going to make these guys better. No, I don't think These so. guys are going to make Bryce Young look really freaking good. I believe so. Adam, Adam, Adam Thielen's that guy that is going to be, hey, I'm open. Hey, I'm open. Make me your blanket. DJ, make me your security DJ blanket. DJ Shark's going to be the bam, guy that, bam. hey, I'm a contestant, but throw me the ball. Just throw me I'm the gonna ball. Go, I'm going to go fight for and it. And he will. He's physical. He's, yeah. very, he's very good over the top guy. Very good. Um, I don't know who their tight end is off the top of my head. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't really remember. Oh, Hayden Hurst. That's who they picked up in free Hayden agency. Hayden Hurst, yeah. a great pickup, too. Yeah. A great very, pickup. He, the, he's going to be their number one. I wouldn't say fantastic. No, he's he's a physical tight end. He's going he's gonna to be more of a safety blanket. But their run game is going to be big. And it was last year. at the If you, you see it for the last six games or so, I think it was six, six, eight to six games where they got rid of CMC, the run game actually got better without CMC there. Surprising, I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But it did, and that's under that's under uh, Jacoby Brissett. Is that who was their backup quarterback last year? I believe or, so. I'm not, I'm not 100% I, sure. I can't remember either. It was so non-existent in my head. I didn't. I didn't even pay attention too much. Sure, but I think their the defense actually got better too when they got rid of the guy I talked about earlier. Oh, the, yeah. Hartsfield? I think. This team is set up to be better than last year, 100%. So, I'm glad you brought up the defense because your your boy loves the defense. I got to give my defensive, my defensive players and my D-backs the credit, some credit. However, against the pass, this secondary was 24th in the league. Gave up a gaggle of fucking yards. You know, they couldn't stop a runny fucking nose. D-line did some work getting 35 sacks. Secondary, only 10 interceptions. But this secondary has a lot of potential. They're still young. J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson at corners. Xavier Woods and Von Bell, who they picked up. Von Bell, who they picked up uh, during free agency. Yes. At the safety. And then Jeremy Chin, who can flex between a slot corner and safety, depending on injuries. This secondary is extremely flexible. Has potential. I mean, this whole secondary is what you... Is how I envision... Uh, yeah, not Stefan Diggs, but your corner Gilmore. No, Stefan or <laughs> Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. These guys are feaster famine. The the this secondary want these are all ball hawks. They go for the ball. They try to go for the picks. They try to go for the big plays. Once these guys learn, they kind of mature just a little bit more. I think this secondary can be extremely fucking good. Extremely scary. Obviously, we talked about the offensive weapons and DJ Shark and Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard, great one-two punch in the backfield. But their offensive line, they did not help their offensive line. They gave up 36 sacks last year. Yep. But they got a more elusive quarterback. quarterback. Yep, I agree, and that's going to help kind of bring down those sack numbers. I think this team, all in all, is the definition of a wild card. I think this team could be... Another seven win team. I think this team has the potential to be even an eleven win team. They can win a lot of these 50-50 games because of their secondary and be, and just because we don't know what Bryce Young can be able to do with these guys. I don't disagree with you. That being said, I did not 
give them a lot of the 50-50 games. I I did not give them a very favorable beginning of the year. I don't believe I did either. I have them going 8-9 total, 3-3 three and three in the division. I have them going 9-8. and eight. A okay. winning record, because of the moves they made, I believe they can get an extra two wins. Is that, isn't that correct? Two yep, wins. two wins, yep. An extra two wins this year with the rookie, gain some confidence. They do start out really slow, though. I have them two and four before their bye. I, I think I had that, yeah, looking at their schedule. But at the end of the year, they kind of get high. They, they, they play a soft schedule at the seven end. Seven and four. Yeah. Which I believe that is wholeheartedly a thing that could happen. And I don't, I have, I honestly. And this is going to sound crazy. You can you can look. I have them finishing second in the division. Uh, I have them second in the division, I believe. Yeah, I yeah have them second there we go. In the so we're both in agreement so far, ish, ish. Yeah, and let's let's skip Tampa Bay for now. Yeah, fuck those guys. Let's go to Atlanta. Another team that I think could very well be a wild card team. I I don't I don't mean make the wild card slot. I mean the definition of a team that is a wild card. You don't know if this team's gonna put up a lot of wins. You don't know if they could just completely shit the bed. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, honestly gonna tell you I'm leaning on shitting the bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. They had a D in my book during the draft. A D. They did not draft very well. Would have been an F, but they got they got an job. A plus <laughs> with the John Robinson. Yeah, I can't. Fault yeah. that. That's probably the best running back this decade, or maybe since Ezekiel Elliott to come out of you know college football. So I can't, I can't, can't say F because that's a good pick. And here, here's, but here's the reason why I think their draft was so lame. Because I agree with you, their draft was awful. Awful. Other, other than Bijan Robinson, Bijan, whatever. But it's because they did very solid in free agency. I don't care. In free agency, they only lost Rashawn Evans, a linebacker. That was a pretty big deal for them. But then they pick up Jesse Bates, safety, Jeff Okuda, cornerback, John U. Smith, tight end, Calais Campbell, D-line, Trey Flowers, another defensive back. Old and busted. Trey, Trey Flowers is old and busted, but he brings... Everyone you just named. Jeff Okuda is not old. Jesse Bates isn't old. Old and bust. John o. Smith, yeah, he's fucking old. Old and bust. But they need some they need some help at tight end because obviously Kyle Pitts isn't but I think that's gonna change. Kyle Pitt no. I know. I'm tired of people. No, no. I I cannot. I cannot allow this. Oh Kyle Pitts had all the hype in the world. He is not that guy. I think that's going to change this. He year. is not that guy. Pal. I, think, I think with Desmond Ritter at the helm, in Desmond his first year, Ritter is is what is the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's the worst quarterback. He is the worst. Quarterback He's in the NFL. worst quarterback he in the NFL. Be, he will be the worst quarterback in the NFL. No, this team lives and dies by how many two hundred yard rushing games they get. <laughs> I think Desmond Ritter. I think he struggles for sure, but I think I think he'll lead the league in interceptions next year. He will not lead the league in interceptions. It's it's going to be a race with him and and, <laughs> and Love. Oh, Jordan Love. Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be a race. I have to look into that. 
But I think Desmond Ritter, I think he does I think he does struggle. And I think having Bajon Robinson in that run game is definitely gonna help. I honestly might rather have Trey Lance start as quarterback than Desmond Ritter. No, nah, I'm I'm taking Desmond Ritter. I haven't I haven't seen Desmond Ritter. I've you seen, have. You saw him for like five or six games last year, and he lost all of them. Yeah, he came in as a backup. He started in those games. Yeah, as a backup. It's not like he was like, hey, I mean, now, obviously, after, you know, your first week, hey, you're going to be the starter week, yada, 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 going on. But you still got to acclimate to working with the number ones and all that good stuff. But, like I said, they got some help on the defense. They got Bajon Robinson. They did get a decent offensive tackle in the draft who's really going to be boom or bust. He's he's really good and he's really bad. So we'll, Here, we'll see my, how that works Here's my, my looming question. How is the backfield going to work? Obviously, you drafted Deshaun Robinson. Oh, he's number one for sure. Of course. Cordell Patterson is actually number three on the depth chart right now. I think most of most of that second. Yeah, I believe a guy so. that had over a thousand yards rushing last year. Cordell Patterson is what is be, going on? Is going to be a flex player. Their their best route, and this is saying something crazy. Their best route is to put two running backs in the backfield at all times and start running triple options. Now, oh is Ritter smart enough to run that offense? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's their best option because you can't. You gotta somehow confuse people because your best option outside of running back for a receiver is Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts is a bum. You don't like Drake London? No. Drake London's overrated. Drake London's a solid receiver. Over hear me out. Overrated. So what you're telling me is the whole Atlanta Falcons backfield, the whole Atlanta. Falcons offense other than Bajon Robinson is overrated in garbage cans. No, I didn't say that. That's basically what you just no, said. I, I like Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson's great. He's old. He's busted. I he's didn't a, say that. I'm saying that. I like Cordell Patterson. He's old and busted. No, I feel like, if anything, the fact that they, the reason why they lost games at the end of the year or the second half of the season is because they went away from Cordell Patterson. Cordero Patterson gives them that X factor. Gives I, them that. I would that not sweep. disagree with that. Gives them that that guy that can do everything. That Tice, that t- kind of how the Saints had Taysom Hill to do everything. Cordero Patterson can do everything, but he can't you, do you everything on every play. You put him in the backfield, you hand him the ball, and he can pass. That's Cordero Patterson. When you have a guy like that, and you put him in the backfield, what do you think the defense is thinking? That motherfucker is going to get the ball. Okay, so we're in agreement. Cordell Patterson is a good player. Yeah, I think he's a good. Yeah, I think Algiers is a good player. I think Algiers is great. I couldn't throw that. He played great last year. That's I got to throw that down. He played great last yeah. year on a bad team. Bishon, you I, know how I feel, but I wanted the Cowboys to get Bishon Robinson. Stud. Yeah, mm, fantastic. I I think I think that might be the best running back room in the entire league, hands down. I think. Cordell Patterson's running back title is about to change. He's gonna go. He's gonna go back to wide receiver. I I think so too. And that's a that I feel like uh, that's bad. No, I think that's good. I think it's good for him. I think that's good for the Falcons. But as okay, when he played wide receiver only 
from Minnesota, and I think he was with one other team before he went to Atlanta. I just can't remember off the top of my head. It didn't work for him. He is a guy that moving around is good for him. Not being sediment to a single spot on the offense. I think he can line up a tight end at times and, and play very well. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Classify big because he's smaller than Kyle Pitts. No, yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts is a big man. Like Kyle Pitts is a, a natural Ka- tight end. Ka- Kyle Pitts is small for what I would classify as a tight end. Well, they're all athletic tight ends. He's a big wide receiver. He's not a he's not a tight end like Kelsey or Kittle, tight who's end. a fucking tight. <laughs> tight Giannu's, old man Giannu Smith is bigger than Kyle Pitts. Hear me out. If you sediment him to one singular wide receiving area, he's not going to do well. Just like he didn't do well in Minnesota. Just because he lines up a wide receiver doesn't mean he can't motion in the backfield sure. or motion from the backfield to wide sure, receiver. Sure, but hear me out. If you if you paid a first-round draft capital for Bajon Robinson, you're not going to hand the ball off to your wide receiver. We got these jet touch passes that go on every fucking play. You just play, said he's game. old. You just said we got to give him the ball. Be- you can't believe both things. You can't believe that he can do these jet sweeps and he's old at the same time. You can't. I'm just saying, you said that he's used to being here, here, and here every play. For sure. When you're old, you That's can't do That's my that. opinion. Yeah. When you're old, though. But your opinion's that he's old. He I didn't old. say he's old. I'm you not, said he's old. I'm not saying that he's got to be on the field every fucking play. But every once in a while, I might put his old ass in motion, run a jet pop pass, might just run zip motion, give the illusion that I'm going to run it. When you call someone old, you're basically calling them that they've lost a step. Well, in that case, D-Hop is fucking old. He's lost a step. And you know what? He's still pretty goddamn good. I think that's wrong. He's definitely lost some shit. Not a chance. But we, we digress. I don't want to get off on that. Look, I'm... This I'm, offense, besides the run game, will be bad. I want it. This... They're going to load the box on this team like they did when uh, Dallas... When, when Dak got hurt, when he, when he sprained his right. ankle... And Zeke was the only guy there. They're going to load the box. And that's going to be the story of this team. They're going to rely on Ritter to make decisions. And Ritter is not going to be able to do it as a second-year quarterback that the has good, not seen anything good. The good thing about Ritter, or for Ritter, is in that situation, he's got two solid tight ends that can catch the ball in traffic. And Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith. He's got two solid receiving backs that he can check the ball down to. And Bajon Robinson and Cordell Patterson, if he lines up back there. You really- He's got Drake London, who can one-on-one, you know, make a contested catch. No, he's not going to beat the best corners in the league. I think you and I can agree on that. But Desmond Ritter, if that were to happen, has options for short checkdown passes. And I'm I'm just saying, I'll take Bajon Robinson against some of these linebackers. I'll take Bajon Robinson I against any of these safeties. I will too. Especially in this... Division. That's why I said they live and die by the run. They don't. They don't have to live and die by. I'm, the run. I'm telling you this right now. Kyle Pitts in a lot of games for the past two years has gotten two a two attempts at him, like in the whole games, like and this happened multiple times. And I know that because I'm a fantasy guy. And Kyle Pitts has been non-existent. Wait, he can't help that he's not targeted. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But I, that's what I think Desmond Ritter's going to do. He's going to target more of his tight ends because he's still young, and it's going to be his first year. 
I know I'm lobbying really hard for these guys. Like, I'm going to give them a really good record. You better after all this lobbying. No, I, I did not give them a good record. Give me your record. I, I just think you're really harsh on them. Here we go. I have them going six and eleven. I have them going six and eleven. What are you? You're over here lobbying like crazy for them. We haven't gone the same record. What are we talking about? I'm trying to give these guys the benefit of the doubt that they are a solid are team with me? that just need a little shit. bit of help. Oh my you're god! Here just bag, bag, bag. They only beat teams that they're hands down better than, and they have one upset this whole year. They have one. I have them splitting the with the Panthers as as an upset. They beat the Titans, the Cardinals, the Texans, the Commanders. They don't beat the Colts. I don't have them beating Carolina one time. I have them splitting just just because. The, their one upset is versus Washington for me. That's not an upset. That that's in not, your mind that's, that's not an upset. That's in my mind, an, that's an upset. That's not an upset. That is an upset and a half. That's not. I an have upset. them starting the year zero and four. Carolina, yeah. Green Green Bay. They lose to Green Bay. Yeah, yeah I got that, yeah. Detroit and Jacksonville. They go 0-4 to start. They beat Houston because it's Houston. It's Houston. Right. And I have no faith at all in Houston. And then they upset Washington. I'm not saying that's an upset. They lose to division rival Tampa Bay. They come back and they win Tennessee because Tennessee's a garbage fire. Yeah. Don't they, can. they Oh, no. I had this upset. And this is the craziest upset. I'm calling it right now. Craziest upset of the entire year. Probably the craziest upset of the entire year. They win it against Miami. <laughs> does does Tua get hurt again? Or I what? have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But in my head, I was just like, that game right there is suspicious. I, so I had them winning that game versus Miami. I'm calling it right now. They beat Miami. That's fucking nuts. I have them going on a three-game winning streak right there. Uh, Tennessee, Miami, Arizona, but then I have them going on a four-game losing streak right out of that. Right after their bye week, <laughs> New Orleans, they lose. Uh, I can't even see what team that is. The Giants, they lose. The Jets, they lose. Tampa Bay, yeah. they lose. Carolina, they lose. Indy, they win. No offense. Chicago, they lose. And they don't beat New Orleans, Indy. they lose. So we kind of no. You're, you, you just said they don't beat Indy. No, they don't beat. I Indy. totally kind of agree with you. I they don't be Indy, but I, I kind of was like, eh, it's a 50-50 game, you know. Yeah, maybe Indy can't, a, maybe Indy can't defend the run. We can definitely defend the run. I was just saying, maybe. So, we talked a lot about their offense. I want to recap their defense just a little bit, and then we'll move on. They Re- were tw- Recap away, my friend. Recap away. They were 26th against the pass. Not very good. They only had 10 interceptions, and they were the second worst team for sacks. They only got 21 sacks last year. They were behind the Bears, who had 20 sacks. This defense, I said this about the last team we talked about, but this team really couldn't. This team couldn't stop a fucking runny nose. Period. Even if they had tampons shoved up both fucking nostrils, <laughs> that shit would still be fucking running. That's how bad this defense was last year. But they got significant, significantly better, adding Jesse Bates, Jeff Okuda, Trey Flowers, and Clayus Campbell. So I think they definitely got better on the defense side of the ball. However, I still have them losing one less game because I think they're playing a slightly tougher schedule than they did last year. That's all I got to have to to say on, on wrapping that up. All but, that just to say they went 6-11. and 11. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I'm really kind of weirded out that you wanted to end on this. <laughs> well. Wherever my fucking notes are at for Tampa Bay. I ah, right actually think that Tampa Bay is going to be 
God, you are not better. You're a Baker Mayfield fan. I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I don't think they're gonna be better than last year because obviously last year they made it to the playoffs. They well, dude, they, they, they had a losing record. They had a losing record, eight and nine, and won the division. I don't think they're gonna look better. I think that's gonna be a really sloppy year. I think this whole division's sloppy. I mean, we can both agree the whole division's sloppy. Now, I want to go back to last year where they went eight and nine. They won the division at eight and nine. Everyone else went seven and ten. They had the worst point differential in the entire division. I think that okay. <laughs> Hear me out. A lot of that was on the hands of TB12. Okay, elaborate. So, TB12, in the first six games of the year, played some of the worst football we've ever seen from Tom Brady, ever. And most of football enjoyed that. Oh, 100%. (laughs) I honestly think back in the day when Tom Brady tore his ACL... Could have went out on the field on crutches and played better than he played last year in those first six games. Like, it was awful, right? End of the year, a lot better. They finally started hitting their strides at the very end of the year, and that's why they made the playoffs. Uh, and playing in a soft-ass division. A soft division. Same soft division. Now, I feel like they got a game manager in Baker Mayfield. Okay. They got a guy that can run still, too. Tom Brady can't run. Tom Brady can't scramble. Oh, no. Baker can. Baker can... Baker can but here, can, here, uh, can uh, extend plays. Here, here's the thing: Tom Brady didn't have to run. No, you want to know why? This offensive line was the best offensive line last year, only giving up 22 sacks. Doesn't that sound good for Baker? Other than they, I don't think Trask wins this. First of all, we'll start there. I think Baker Mayfield wins the quarterback agreed. battle versus Trask. Now, will he be the starter all year? Maybe, maybe not. You're shaking your head. No, I I wouldn't disagree with that. I think Trask, after developing all year, could overtake Baker Mayfield. I think uh, Trask's ceiling is better as an athlete than Baker's is. But I feel like they start off – actually, I have them starting off terrible. I feel like they they will get enough wins to be just good enough to actually win this division by one game. So – you obviously touched on Tom Brady retiring and Baker Mayfield most likely going to have the number one spot. They lost Leonard Fournette, but to replace him, they picked up Chase Edmonds in free agency. I talked Not about, great, to be honest. Just 50-50. Same running back as Leonard Fournette. I mean, not, yeah, not yeah, flashy, just of. a guy you can kind of hand if, the ball to. If, if they pick up Zeke, that'd be the best thing for them. And it's yeah, been it's been yeah, talked I, about. I want to. I want to. It's been talked about on ESPN that. and other articles. But yeah, the Zeke's their best it, pickup because that's be that's Leonard too. Fournette. Yeah, literally that's Leonard Fournette. Just better. Yeah, pass blocking for sure. I mean, oh, you're yeah. you're looking at an upside there for sure. Now I know I just touched about how last year this was the best offensive line, only, only giving up 22 sacks. <laughs> However, they lost their starting tackle and starting guard. They're right. Yeah, their right guard and right tackle. Or right guard and left tackle. Donovan Smith tackle. They're out their guard, Shaq Mason. They lost lost both those guys. They only replaced one of them in free agency. They got Matt Fleer. Solid tackle. Can play guard also. They got Cody Mouch. North Dakota State. Munch? Munch? No, there's no end in there. <laughs> it's Mouch. Or Mooch. However you want to pronounce it. Offensive tackle out of North Dakota State. I don't see him starting day one. He could, but he's not going to be Donovan Smith. So I think this offensive line got a little worse. So I can see that sack number going up just a little bit, probably giving up anywhere between you know 27 and 32 sacks. 
But I think Baker Mayfield, like you said, a little bit more mobile is going to help that offense and extend plays. But, you know, outside of their wide receivers, I mean, I like my, their wide receiver. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and after that, it's a bunch of rookies and scrubs. I, I like the wide receiver. No, no, once again, no threat at tight end. They have a decent but limited running back room with Rashad White and Chase Edmonds now. I think Rashad, no, there is a, not just Rashad White, there is someone else that was drafted last year. Yeah, he's third string. I don't think he will be third string. On the depth chart right now, he's third string. Yes, on the depth chart before um, all the workouts and, and OTAs yeah. and, and offseason work. I said he's third, but I don't think he'll be third at the end of it. And, look, I, I just don't have a lot of faith in this team. Keyshawn, Va- Keyshawn Vaughn is the guy I was talking about. Ah. Um, I, I like their starters right off the back. I like Mike Williams. I I like I, Mike Williams, in my opinion. I've always liked Mike Williams. I'm a Mike Williams homer. Mike Williams is one of the best receivers in the league, in my opinion. He's a gr- he, he is great. I will say this word. He is great why as a wide receiver. Why, why are you talking about Mike Williams? Mike Evans. Okay. Evans, sorry, I was sorry, sorry. I'm like, who the Mike fuck Evans. is Mike Williams? Mike Evans. I don't know why I said Mike Williams. Mike Evans is one of the best wide receivers in the league, okay. in my opinion. Okay. I Chris Godwin, disagree with that. Not, not a pushover at no. all. Had an, off, had an off year last year, but his touchdowns will come back. He, he was really starving in touchdowns last year. I think those will come back. Russell Gage is not a bad wide receiver at all. Russell Gage is a good wide receiver. He, he can make pushes. Now, tight end, you are 100% right. Their tight end room is Scrubs. abysmal, yeah. abysmally I mean, bad. Cade Otten, I don't even yeah. know who that is. Yeah. I have no idea. Just just the guy on the roster. Abysmal. But I don't think this offense, starters-wise, is that bad at all. But I also wouldn't say they got better. I wouldn't say they got too much worse other than the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, and turns out the offensive line, you can't fucking throw the ball if the defense is in your line. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this works out. Now, I'd talk about defense. Their defense got home quite a bit last year. Their defensive 40, line is stupid. 45 sacks last year. Pretty fucking good. They were in the quarterback's lap a lot. I'm going to tell you something. They were 10th against the pass, only giving up 3,461 yards, 10 interceptions. So they didn't force a lot of turnovers, but they also didn't give up a shit ton of yards either in the second. They're, okay, besides their defensive line, a guy I will I will note as a as a top player in the league, Vita Vea. Oh yeah, dude. amazing. Great against amazing. the run. Great. No great one. In the no one rush. will be able to run very good against that. Yeah, that team. dude, he's a fucking. Stud. But also saying the same thing, their linebacker room. Is stalling, stacked with guys. Shaq Barrett stacked. leading that room. Devin White, Dude, so what, what so I like so about, good. What I like about Shaq Barrett is that he's just a good, just as good in the run game as he is in the pass game. He can cover the middle of the field very well in the pass game. Now whether where they'll lose is over the top. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent keen second, on how the secondary is on this team, but these names I'm looking at just aren't popping off the depth chart for me they're okay i think where they get a lot of you know help is definitely in the pass rush i still think that this can be an above uh top it'd be i think this could be a top 50 defense still top 50 defense or something 50 percent okay i'm saying there's 32 teams (laughs) i think it'd be a top half okay i think i mean just by looking at the depth chart just by knowing what that that run stopping defense can do 
you'll have to beat this the team pass. Yep. on the pass. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't disagree with that. Now, all that being said, I have them going nine and eight. I'm going nine and eight. We are way off. Oh, here we go. What do you have? I have four and thirteen. Oh my god! I'm going two and four in the division. That is splitting with the Panthers and the Falcons, and then I have them beating the Texans and the Bears, and that is it. I haven't beaten the Saints. I think I'm pretty sure I have them four and two in the division. Um, I they start the year off zero and three. I think they're gonna have a slow start. Minnesota, Chicago Eagles. That's a rough start, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Uh, I think they come in, they beat the Saints. Um I think they get a surprising W, and this is gonna sound like weird for me. A surprising W versus Detroit. An upset, huge upset win. Then they come in, they beat Atlanta, they lose to Buffalo, but then they have this little streak of teams where it's just like meh. Houston win. Tech uh, Titans win, 49ers loss, Colts win, Carolina, they lose that second game versus Carolina, or the, no, they they lose the first game versus Carolina, they beat Atlanta, they win versus Green Bay, season's on the line at this point, they got, they got Jacksonville, Saints, Carolina to end it, they lose to Jacksonville, Jacksonville's so much better, they lose to the Saints, oh no, they could lose the division, but no, the last game of the year, they come in, Win or go home versus Carolina. They beat Carolina win the division by a half a game. When you have more faith in a team's defense than their offense, and in, in today's game... I have more. I had more faith for the Cowboys' defense last year than the offense. Well, their, their defense is significantly better than the defense of the okay, Buccaneers. That's fair. But also... I think we would also both agree that the Cowboys' offense is still significantly better than the I would, definitely, I would definitely offensive agree with that. last year and this year. I definitely agree with that. So, in your words, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? You were right. They're, I, I they have the, in my opinion, they have the most upside besides Carolina, and Carolina has all the upside. Yeah, but they have a rookie quarterback. All his playmakers, all of Bryce Young's playmakers, are going to make him look good. All he yeah. has to do is get the ball out of his hand and put it. In a reasonable area, and they're going to go get it. But like I told you, no quarterback, no quarterback had took the Browns to a playoff. No quarterback had won a playoff game with the Browns. None of that. You know who did? Baker fucking Mayfield. And that I don't like that. I don't like Baker Mayfield. But if you can take the Browns, one of the worst franchises in the NFL – to a playoff game, you can win a playoff game. You almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You're one quarter away from being the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, like three, two or three years ago. That's Baker Mayfield. You want to know why? Baker Mayfield can take this team to the playoffs. You want to know why I don't like Baker Mayfield? Because he's a cocky asshole? That too. The same reason why I don't like Geno Smith. You cannot have... A Baker's play. You can you can all around say Baker's played way better of a career than Geno. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But where they're alike is you cannot have a starting quarterback that's going to take you to the Super Bowl when you Super Bowl. when a bunch of games when a bunch of games for you, and he's still a journeyman. Geno Smith is a journeyman. Baker, Baker Mayfield should not be a journeyman. 
Baker shouldn't have been a but journeyman. But he is. Baker should he not is. have been left from the Browns. Carolina was awful, abysmal last year, mainly from coaching. Hey, just saying. He is. And I'm just, I'm just saying, as as a front office guy, if my starting quarterback's a journeyman, we're rebuilding. And I think that's where Tampa Bay's at. They're rebuilding. Obviously, Baker Midfield is not going to be their guy. I don't think they believe Kyle Trask is going to be their guy. I think eventually they're going to look somewhere else, potentially in the draft, maybe even in trades, to find somebody else. Because I, I, I don't believe in Baker at all. I don't think Kyle Trask is their guy either, but I think Kyle Trask is a better option than Baker Mayfield. I don't think Kyle Trask is a better option than Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield can win you more games right now, but if yep. they're if they're in the long game, Kyle Trask should be playing right now. Because Baker Mayfield's not their franchise quarterback. I just they're wasting time. They're wasting money. This team think, is not ready to win a Super Bowl. So why is Baker Mayfield there? I think offensively they have more upside than any other offense in this entire division. Why? What I don't understand is why Baker Mayfield's there. This team is He's not there to get them to the playoffs. This team isn't ready to win a Super Bowl. If they were ready to win a Super Bowl, I could see them having Baker and having. You know, a more veteran presence at the quarterback position. It this dip- team is not set up to win a Super Bowl. It all depends. This team is not set up to it win a ship. It all depends. It, it does not depend. I'm fucking telling you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's no depending about it. <laughs> it. If Baker can play better, just better than Tom Brady did last year, when he was playing terrible, this team is going to be exponentially better. They still play in a soft ass division, so yeah. Exactly. The only reason why they, they make listen. the playoffs potentially is that they still play in a soft division. In in the playoffs, the Cowboys barely beat this team. TB was playing at a pretty damn good level at that time. The first game of the year, they the Cowboys lost to yeah. this team. They beat that ass. Mostly so because I'm you guys saying, couldn't stop the fucking run. So what I'm saying <laughs> is. You take all that, you take Tom Brady out of it, a guy that struggled for the first time ever in the NFL, and you just put Baker in there, a guy that can now elongate plays, make smarter decisions. Still throw more interception than Tom Brady. And have a similar or better run game. You're going to have a good team in this division. I I, I just don't believe, I don't see it. Maybe I'm just a Baker Mayfield hater. Maybe if I, I, if I had to look at every other team in this league, I, I personally think I went the harshest on the Saints. And that's because oh, their schedule. I mean, their schedule is so much harder than all three of these other teams. I you, believe. You, you, you talked up Derek Carr like he's the I fucking liked saving I liked grace. Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr could win some of these games I said he loses in. Yeah, I think you were really hard on the Saints. <laughs> I, I was. I would agree with you. Yeah. But I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that somehow, some way, Tampa Bay is going to find a way to win this division again. I think if it's anywhere close, the Saints win this division. If it's close between them and the Buccaneers. And and that's the whole thing, too. The only reason I put Carolina this high, Carolina should honestly, if it wasn't for everything they did, would be still be a scrubs. three and three and fourteen team. Yeah. But they made a lot of good moves in free agency. They 
arguably the best free agency of the entire NFL. I would, I would, probably the best free agency in the whole decade that I can think of. I can't think of a team that's done so much for a rookie quarterback and still had, what, was it two first-round picks? I mean, they, they made some moves. Yeah, I mean, their draft really wasn't that good outside of Bryce Young. And even Bryce Young, you know, I, if they would have got C.J. Stroud, I probably would have given him two more wins. Like, honestly, if I'm if I'm a betting man because I like Derek Carr the most, even though I'm so harsh on them and, and this rating system, I would bet on the Saints to win the division. But if I'm Still looking, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at this from a, a whole like, how does the beginning of the year, how does the end of the year, how does all this play together? I think Tim Bay finds a way into the playoffs. I wouldn't disagree, but and I'm—I honestly don't think Carolina's going to be that good. But I could not rate—I couldn't rate him any lower. I couldn't with, the, with that type of offseason. I couldn't rate him any lower. Right, in so many 50-50 games, especially I mean, against the their record, their their schedule's not that hard. It's pretty soft. I mean, you—you you talk about a hard schedule, but really. For the for Tampa Bay, I mean, for this whole division, you know, basically, see six nine of their games are pretty soft. Yeah, especially when you talk about the Saints because they got to play the other three teams twice, so there's six games. The Colts are relatively soft. I'm gonna say it. The Titans are softer than wet bread, and the Texans are softer than wet bread. There's fucking nine games for the Saints right there, and you still only have them eight 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 fucking wins. Yeah. I just gave you nine. <laughs> they lose one of those games. That, yeah, they lose one of those games. All right. It, other than that, we're going round and round in circles. You got anything else to add, or are we going to just go ahead and send this one out? Not really. I mean, we, we could sit here and talk all day and night about, We you know, really could. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. How sad it is to get D-Hop. And how Tom not, Brady. Not to get D-Hop. And how, yeah, not to get D-Hop. And how Tom Brady is going to He's play this. He's not coming back. He's not coming back.